the mathematician's misconception. All of our knowledge contains misconceptions, and necessary truth is merely the subject matter of mathematics, not what we actually get as a result of doing mathematics. But perhaps you are not convinced. Some mathematicians are not. They feel they have a sense, as perhaps you do, that there is a way of intuiting truth. Simply knowing some things are actually true, that some things are self-evidently the case, and beyond all doubt, merely knowing something, having a good explanation, might not be enough for you. Perhaps even having a proof is not enough. What you want, and what those mathematicians think they need, is absolute, pristine, perfect mathematical certainty. Surely mathematics is prior to science in some logical sense, prior to physics, prior to the goings-on in neurons. And it is true, there is a sense in which the subject matter is, it is independent of physics, or of our knowledge of physics. Pythagoras' theorem, Fermat's last theorem, Gödel's incompleteness theorem, all of them are utterly unaffected by changes in our theories of physics. However, our knowledge of any of them, our knowledge of the subject matter of mathematics, cannot be independent of physics, for what is known in mathematics, like everywhere else, depends on what it is possible for matter, like brains and computers, to actually do in order to construct knowledge, and that includes proofs in mathematics. Still, you may resist. The process of proof in mathematics is not physical, you think. It is set apart from everything else. Mathematicians may want to deny that proof, which is how they reach some of their conclusions, prove their theorems, is not a physical thing, not a physical process. But this again confuses the subject matter and the way we construct knowledge about that subject matter. A proof is a process, a physical process, that is completed by physical things obeying physical laws. Were the laws of physics different, then what could be proved would also be different. Intuition, the apparent grasping of truth or knowledge, is something a mind does, so it is prone to error and incomplete always. It cannot provide, let alone be the final word or some perfectly complete statement. The idea that intuition, and in particular proof, is not a physical process has been named by David Deutsch the mathematician's misconception. And that brings together my previous two episodes. In 2017, David shared the award of something called the Dirac Medal for his work in laying the foundations of quantum computation, proving the Turing thesis, or the Turing conjecture, as it is sometimes called. Incidentally, there are four separate awards in physics named in honour of Dirac. David has so far been awarded two of them. At the ceremony in 2017, he delivered an insightful speech explaining the misconception, its history and his own story in inventing the theory of quantum computation, all in about 20 minutes. So this is the six-minute version of the mathematician's misconception. Turing's thesis proved by Deutsch and now more broadly regarded as the Church-Turing-Deutsch principle, governs all matter, for it is simply a consequence of the laws of quantum physics as applied to computing machines. And all matter obeys the laws of quantum physics. Proofs are what mathematicians do, and in order to complete these proofs, mathematicians use their brains or other computers. There is nothing supernatural going on. There is no escaping the universal laws of quantum theory, 
It simply is provably the case all physical processes can be simulated by a universal computer, in particular a universal quantum computer, to arbitrary accuracy. And so, conversely, any physical process is equivalent to, or rather, stands in one-to-one -one correspondence with a quantum computation. Quantum computation, therefore, is the deepest, most accurate model of how all physical processes occur, and hence, what limits are placed upon such physical processes. All those parts of mathematics thought to be utterly independent of physics are not. Sure, the abstract objects themselves might be. Perfect platonic solids do not exist in our world, only approximately so. Geometric shapes that exist in 26 dimensions do not exist in the physical world, only the platonic abstract world of pure mathematics, of spaces of 26 dimensions, which are not physical. But our knowledge of those things is constrained by the physics here. Only physics can reveal what proof, computation or information really are, and whether and to what extent something like probability is real or not, and how accurate a description of physical reality it is or not. Even if quantum theory is overturned, its successor will still be a theory of physics, not of pure mathematics. Our knowledge of mathematics is always limited by what the laws of physics say those limits are. In particular, what it is possible to prove, possible to compute. That is bound by what universal computers here can do. And the Church-Turing-Deutsch principle underlies all laws of physics and all matter, including brains. We simply cannot know we've ever proved a necessary truth, even if mathematics is all about necessary truth. Doubt must remain. But perhaps you are still sceptical. Some things just seem impossible for you to doubt. On this, we can only say that your lack of imagination on how you could possibly be wrong is not itself a proof. It does not constitute a refutation of the scientific and epistemological fact. You can always be in error. Your inability to find an error in a proof does not itself constitute a proof of infallibility. It may just indicate the opposite, your limitations as a fallible person. One's lack of imagination about how something could not possibly be wrong with a proof or has gone wrong with a proof already is no proof. But even if it were, all proofs are physical anyway and subject to laws of physics that mean nothing is ever certain because the laws of physics guarantee nothing except all matter must obey them, including your brain and mind.